instead of treating our stuff like a flower, that, you know, if I squeeze this flower, I'm going to get all the scent that I can from it. Then the flower is dead. Instead of having that understanding, what we do is we try and squeeze everything that we can out of our staff members without realizing that if we squeeze them as much as we can, we will get the scent, we will get the benefit, but then there's nothing left to kill the soul of that individual. So what I really want to talk about in part three is the mindset when it comes to the relationship between our business that we're creating and its relation to the rest of society, to the competitive landscape. Historically, you'll find this in quite a few areas. You'll find this in industries, you'll find this in sectors, but you'll also find this issue amongst different elements and parts of society that a lot of things are done with a military approach. Even the healthcare system that we have in the UK, the NHS, the way that that came about was actually because of war. And so the way that that system runs is to deal with emergencies, to deal with firefighting, is to deal with those kind of things is because of what war requires. So it has that kind of approach to it. And therefore you'll generally find it doesn't really speak to the emotional and the spiritual and these kind of things that much. Because it was created in a time where that approach was required because we were in a time of war. You know, the modern societies that we live in, a lot of those have also come from a lot of systems and institutions that we're dealing with is also a byproduct of war and therefore the military mindset, the military thinking. And unfortunately, a lot of, I wouldn't call them classic texts, but a lot of texts that have come out when it comes to business that a lot of businesses have grown up on basically take that same military mindset kind of approach that your competition is your enemy, the people that are in your team or in your company, which is interesting where the word company comes from because it's actually a military term because a company used to be a group of people in a team. If you've ever seen something like Saving Private Ryan, you know they talk about different companies. That's where that term comes from or is at least inspired from. This approach to business has been a very much war-like approach. My staff have to work as hard as they can because it's war out there and I've got to push them as hard as I can and all this kind of stuff. I'm here to tell you that that mindset is completely upside down. Before we continue on this video, I just want to invite you to my Discord community. Look, the world has changed and it is changing still. And on my Discord, which is a simple mobile app that you can use, you can stay in touch with other like-minded people like me who are staying informed of the things that are happening around the world that are going to affect our daily lives very, very soon. So come and join me on my Discord community and let's grow together and let's navigate this changing world order together. I know it has worked for companies. I know that's what has kept businesses alive. That's what has kept them in business. But I can tell you that if you look hard enough and you look deep enough, you will find that the only reason those people are hanging around in those organizations is because they don't have any other choice. They need to pay the bills, they need to put food on the table, but if they had a choice, they wouldn't choose to be there. And you can see this amongst Gen Z now. They're choosing to be a lot more careful about who they go and work for because they recognize that military mindset and they don't particularly like it. But even with the way that the business deals with other businesses, it's all about being cutthroat. It's about destroying the other business. The problem with that is that when you create a business that sets out to destroy other businesses and sets out to create a monopoly, you actually harm the consumer. You will always win in the short term. And when I talk about terms, I don't know, that term could be a year, it could be five years, it could even be several decades. But over that entire term, in the short term, you win. In the long term, you lose because the entire landscape loses. If you have a company, let's say it's an entertainment company, for example, we've seen this with movie companies, they come along, they corner the space, We've seen this with Amazon. Amazon came along, provided a viable alternative, and then 
basically destroyed all of the competition because it was a warlike approach and kept the entire market for themselves. And you might think that that's a good thing, but that only benefits the person running that business. But it actually makes all of society worse. You know, in doing that, Amazon can actually force the fixing of prices, can raise prices. And there's nothing you can do about it because you can't go anywhere else. They can force you to do things certain ways that you don't want to do, but you have to do because you haven't got any other choice. There's a lot that they can do. And monopolies, there's a reason why monopolies are haram in Islam. It's for this particular reason, because you just end up creating vacuums and black holes. All of that comes from this military mindset. And even the approach that we take towards our staff as well is instead of treating our staff like a flower, that, you know, if I squeeze this flower, I'm going to get all the scent that I can from it. And then the flower is dead. Instead of having that understanding, what we do is we try and squeeze everything that we can out of our staff members without realizing that if we squeeze them as much as we can, we will get the scent, we will get the benefit, but then there's nothing left to kill the soul of that individual. We can't be taking that approach. It's against the teachings of our deen. Monopolies are forbidden in Islam. And this treatment of the employee about treating them like taking as much out of them as you can. Both of these things are against our teachings. They have wisdom for a reason. They're there for a reason. But like I said, this thinking and this approach only comes because of this military mindset. And we have to get away from that military mindset. We have to get away from thinking that the market landscape is a battlefield. We have to stop looking at other businesses like the enemy. We have to stop treating our staff like they're going to war all the time. All it does is create burnout amongst our staff members. All it does is reduce actual competition in society, which makes all of society worse because innovation stops, creativity stops, everything just basically stops. It becomes a lot more harder for the consumer to actually start purchasing a product. When you have a monopoly in the landscape, it's good for a while. But ultimately, it gets to a point where the consumer doesn't want to be part of that monopoly anymore. They don't have any choice. And eventually that monopoly actually dies. It actually just falls apart. It can take a long time for that to actually happen but it can happen very suddenly. You might look at Amazon right now and you might think Amazon is such a beast, it's never going to die. We have seen these things before, it can happen. There have been very, very big companies that you might not have even heard of now from four or five decades ago that were the biggest thing at the time and then they just suddenly disappeared overnight. They corner themselves into it, they create a space for themselves and then the consumer is stuck with them and then as soon as another choice comes along, the consumer just abandons them in droves or as soon as that kind of dynamic of the landscape changes a little bit, the consumer just abandons them in droves. And so if you want to create a business that has staying power, then that military mindset isn't going to work for you because war is supposed to be temporary and war is supposed to be like a fight to the death kind of thing. And it's supposed to be this thing where it's just something that you do in that particular moment because of the finality of the situation. Not war isn't something that can be sustained long term in any sense of the matter. It can't be sustained economically. It can't be sustained in terms of resources. It can't be sustained in terms of the energy of the people that are fighting. It can't be sustained spiritually. It just cannot be sustained by the earth itself because of all the destruction it creates. So that in itself should tell you that if you want to create a healthy business landscape, we always have this thing about wish for your brother what you wish for yourself. You can't be treating your brother like an enemy. You can't be treating your staff like an enemy. But ultimately, what I'm saying here is get out of the war mindset. Business isn't supposed to be war. It's supposed to be about creating value. It's supposed to be about creating meaningful change in society. And you don't need to have a war mindset to create a meaningful change in society. It's absolutely not what it needs. It requires empathy. It requires understanding. It again, it goes back to being aware of your own nafs as well. Because the more you understand your own nafs, the more you will understand the nafs of others as well. The more you understand your own heart, the more you will understand the heart of others. And that is what will teach you how to create products that have magic to them. It will treat you how to be a manager that wins the loyalty of your staff members, 
the reverence and the admiration of them, and it wins the admiration of society at large. That's what creates staying power, but that's also what creates meaning. That's what actually creates satisfaction and fulfillment. That's where it's going to come from. You will find a lot of, especially Muslim entrepreneurs, I've seen this over and over, a lot of Muslim entrepreneurs that have businesses that are successful, right? The business is making money, they have staff, for all intents and purposes, very successful, but you'll find that the entrepreneur leading that business is not satisfied. He's not fulfilled. He just has this gloom look on his face. And you go and speak to the staff inside those organizations and you will find they're not really that particularly happy. They'll give you lip service. They'll put on a smile to appease you, to mask all of it, but they're not fulfilled over there. They're not creating fulfilling organizations. And the reason for that is because that business has been set up in a capitalist environment. It's been done with a capitalist approach. What capitalism teaches you is to just look out for yourself. Look out for number one. Look out for your own self. The individual that only matters. If I'm the person that's running the organization, only my wealth matters. Only I matter. The people that are working for me, they're just my pawns. They're just my slaves. They don't matter to me. That is an attitude that we absolutely cannot have. I think a lot of, especially in the modern day, because of this kind of woke culture and because of political correctness and because of the saturation and the competition, because of wanting to win people over, there's a lot of people out there that will pay lip service to all of these things. So they will say what you want to hear. But when you look at the actions, you look at their words, and then you look at the actions, the actions are very different. Because internally and inwardly, what they're thinking or what they're feeling or their attitude is still very much warlike. Like I said, it does create results in the short term, but it's at the cost of everything else. It actually creates destruction all around it. It destroys the person who's actually executing on all of that. It destroys them from the inside. It destroys all the people around them, and it destroys the landscape, the business landscape as a whole. So in conclusion, all I'm saying is just abandon this military mindset, this idea of having to discipline everyone and everything and to be in a state of war all the time. Your body can't handle it. You can't sustain it and nobody around you can handle it. Your soul cannot handle it. 